Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. All right, you are listening to episode number 133 featuring beers uh, from Two Toms. Yes. Uh, Selick, Morning Yawning, and the BA Dark Necessity, and a fourth one, a BA Lost in the Dark, with your host Dustin, Saf, Pale, Keep. everybody welcome this is episode number 133 we are doing uh something special for the month of april if you notice we have uh new artwork available uh pro- they are they are have been t-shirts mm, um, no yes they will be <laughs> i mean no they, the the whole uh idea of what i posted came from one of our earlier designs of the turtle so oh, right. they're already t-shirts i think you have one of the t-shirts i do Okay, so I just kind of recreated it. Made us uh, green. Yeah, made us green. Made us actually look like we're wearing a, a bald cap. <laughs> yeah. yes. And then Pale's hair, when he normally has his flip up, it's like sticking <laughs> out of oh, the bald cap. I'll never have the flip up again. <laughs> never again. Never, never again? Never again. We're going to cut that off in the... No, we're going to keep it. That, again, <laughs> that separates Because it differentiates. Yeah, yeah. it separates you. Yeah. He's a dad now. He doesn't need... Uh, his, I don't need any fancy he unicorn thing. He doesn't need that young man's haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, we posted that, and we did turtles because of April, obviously. Timmy. April O'Neil. Oh, April O'Neil. Yeah. Uh, however, we didn't really have uh, an entire month's worth of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle episodes that we could do. So uh, we'll do one episode on Raph, one episode on Don. Oh my God! There's <laughs> four episodes, four turtles. We missed an opportunity. Next year. <laughs> yeah, the, plan, uh, April comes around again. A- yeah, yeah, it'll be back around. It's almost like birthdays. We always have one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so. Keith had the idea, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I don't remember if it was on or not, but instead of trying to think of the theme, he was like, how about we just do anything April? Mm-hmm. And we're like, all right, we have... We already uh, recorded Indiana City. So. Yeah, we have Indiana City done, so we'll release it. So we did last week, uh, roaring success, love the beers. <laughs> uh, but, and then this week we d- decided to keep it going. So we have a nice little lineup. Uh, the schedule is posted. We have two times today. We have... Uh, four-day raid next week. We have an interview with Ben. Uh, I don't know if it's an interview more is just him being on the show, really. Just kind of like We kind of interviewed him once before, like right. early episodes. So we'll probably ask him new questions. Lots changed in the past two years. Right. So. Yeah, definitely. Right. So. so interview slash him being on the show. Just mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be Bird Boy focused. Yeah, we can we can do Bird... It will be Bird Boy focused. Like these episodes are breweries focused. But uh, I think that interviewing can get tiresome and just having him kick back, drink a couple beers, talk, you know, shooting the shit... I will be good. Geek so, out. Yeah, geek out. Uh, the schedule is on there. Uh, and so that's what we're doing. We're really bad about explaining our episodes sometimes <laughs> and uh, bringing on guests. So when the bird boy is here, make sure you introduce him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Please. We'll try. <laughs> Don't just talk about it. Uh, I'm unfortunately missing that interview because I'll be in uh, Atlanta. Georgia. Hotlanta. I'll be in Hotlanta. Uh, doing a Spartan race, so if I never see you guys again... Holy shit. Oh, boy. Be careful. I heard the devil went down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, remember, there's that one song with uh, Stephen Lynch who corrected it, said, I wouldn't be caught dead in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you run into, like, Ludacris. Oh, you know what? That'd be cool if I run into Chris Bridges. A little John. Or the cast of eight. Atlanta on <laughs> FXX. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, if yeah. I run into, what's his name? Uh, Donald Glover. Troy. 
Oh, John Glover. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Troy. his real name. Abed. <laughs> Troy and Abed in the morning. We digress. All right, so the episode number 133, two times. Reset. Reset. Boom, right there. <laughs> uh, we've been here plenty. Oh, yes. Keith has been there more than any of us. I have. Is uh, it like a weekly retreat? Is it a routine? It was now? almost a weekly thing, so he would always put out new beer every week, like every Thursday. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we'll go check out the new beer. Um, and then I would stay and drink more and more and more. <laughs> but as of late, he hasn't put in, he has not been putting that much as, out. Yeah. So it's been a few weeks in between. So whenever I see he's got a new beer release, I'm there usually <laughs> Like on the next day. Yeah, first name basis with him yet? No. Well, his name's not Tom. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> not even, the bartender, he recognizes me. He doesn't know me by name. Right. But Noah, he knows Noah. Okay. So Noah has been there, I think, less than I have, but he knows him. So I'm like, Weird. whoa. And, I talk more than he does, so anyway. Probably just stands out a little bit more. I guess so. He's got that hair. Yeah, he's got the hair. Like hair. You have a normal person you hat. You just look I like do. a guy that just walks like in. Some guy. Like, a guy hey, with up? beard that comes in. You're a nerdy guy with a beard and you wear a ball cap. You look <laughs> yes. like 90% of their clientele. <laughs> this is you're true. not hippie enough. <laughs> yeah, you don't have that young man's haircut. That's true. I got an old man's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Again, 90% of their clientele. So... Yeah, uh, they opened up when be, uh, after I moved. Mm-hmm. It was like shortly after. Shortly like, after yeah, I moved, I heard that they were opening it, and I was kind of sad because I was moving. And I was like, "Well, I guess <laughs> this brewery that would have been down the road from me, right? Uh, I can't go to." Yeah, so I haven't been there as nearly as much. Uh, I think I would say one hand, but it's probably a little bit more than that. Probably two hands I can mm-hmm. count. Mm-hmm. You can uh, check your badge on Untapped every time you untap a beer. Yeah, it yeah, tells yeah, you how many times that you were there. So I've been there about five, six times, maybe. Yeah, I would say maybe like ten times. Ooh, for me, ten oh, to twelve look times. You, I, I don't even, Mister, don't even get out of the house much anymore. Go in there ten <laughs> yeah, times. Ten times, I know. Wow, I just have to sweet talk the misses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Don't <laughs> don't sweet or talk her too much. You might think you want number two. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. That's, not it's working. like sweet talker to get to uh, the bar. She's like, "Oh, you you want? No, no, I want. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right, cool. Now can I go? No, we got to cuddle after. <laughs> Wait, yeah, give me ten minutes of snuggling. Okay, whatever works. You know. And then you both fall asleep, and then I fall, and then I don't make yes. it out there. I could have been been there like twenty times. But we fall asleep every time. <laughs> too much sleeping. Too yeah. Too much practicing. Too much, too much yeah. trying. <laughs> Too much practice. Speaking of two, why are there the name two toms? And two, I figure we get this episode yeah. started. Uh, why the name two toms? Because that's everybody's question. Tom Carpenter is a driven and passionate guy. He is passionate about business. He is passionate about endurance sports and Cubs baseball. And he is passionate about brewing. That is why he started Two Toms Brewing Company. It was his love for food and wine that surprisingly led Tom to an appreciation for craft beer. His travels exposed him to the notion that pairing a dish and wine could create a unique flavor experience. He became fascinated with the idea of blending ingredients to achieve multi-dimensional beers. After many not-so-subtle hints, his wife Stacy presented him with a one-gallon brew kit for his birthday. Knowing Tom well, she suggested that if he wanted to add brewing to his already long list of hobbies, that he was going to have to drop a hobby or clone himself. Tom is not one to give up on anything, thus the idea of Two Toms Brewing Company was born. Two Toms is no longer a hobby, though. Tom and his team, team's dedication is to bring bold beers with the highest quality ingredients and imaginative flavors to those who love craft beer. 
Big aromas, big flavors. That's what makes Two Toms unique. And I believe Saf did. You met him before. I've met Shannon. The, Shannon Meyer. That's right. It, he like a co-brewer or something they they were working on opening this together so is she the one who wrote twilight no he he he, he is a, a fella oh he is a fella. shannon is a man mm. uh but i went to a beer tasting that my realtor put on like mm-hmm. once a year oh yeah you brought that uh that bomber that bomber of what was it uh it was a wine aged like boysenberry yeah or something. yeah it was yeah. project I don't know. I don't remember what it was like called. It was Project Rubarb. something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was very... Oh, yeah. The label had like all their names mm-hmm. on it. And yeah. Tom Carpenter's name was on that label. Mm. And um, yeah, I met him and he just told me about them opening a brewery. And this was like a year before they opened. And he was a really cool guy. He had the raspberry milkshake was this other beer that he mm. was uh, serving at this beer tasting. Mm. And I think that ended up winning whatever first place. Awesome. Yeah. And we we did meet him because we yeah. saw Shannon again, and then you and I at least talked to him. Yeah, we went to um, that for Chapman's Tiza, tap room, uh, and yeah, we talked to Shannon, and then he introduced us to Tom at that point. Yeah. All right. Well, the next beer, first beer, first beer. Oh, this first beer can't be the next one. Can't, can't be the next one. one. I've already been drinking. <laughs> uh, this next one uh, is named Selick after Tom Selick. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love it. So <laughs> let's get it poured, and we'll, we'll talk. talk about it. And drink it. Eh. You don't want to? Maybe. <laughs> There's a lot of beer in there. You said you were going to drink for a podcast. Oh, shit. You're right. I am. All right. <laughs> it's in text. <laughs> Screw the diet. Let's go. <laughs> While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drink In Geek Out. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, as Dustin said, we have the Selic, and this is part of his other Tom series, so he finds whoever else is named Tom and... Calls a beer after it, I guess. Yeah, because he, he always gets asked, who's the other Tom? Yeah. Because there's two Toms. So he's like, oh, it's Alex the other Tom this week. <laughs> or Tom Holland. Or did we mention Tom why Day. it was two Toms? Yeah. Because of like, his two passions. We just did that, yeah. Yeah, see how I repeat This is why you, you guys need to listen to me when I read. <laughs> or read the script ahead of time. <laughs> That's getting cut out. <laughs> Put it at the end. Leave it. Leave it. Uh, okay, anyway, can... Tom Selleck is an IPA... In the true two tom style, the Amarillo Galaxy and Mosaic hops present a topical, or tropical. tropical? It says topical. A topical paradise. A topical paradise for your nose, mouth, and eyes. Great notes of citrus and passion fruit in an aggressively dry hopped IPA. Keep an eye out for the other tom. Is always everywhere. This one coming in at seven percent ABV and seventy IBU, and on our brand new Geek IBU ranking scale, is the Pell number. Yeah, the Pell number. We've, we've had that one before. I don't remember what a Pell number is. I don't is. remember either. It's some sort of math thing. It's, yeah, everything comes down to, what, 70? I don't know. Dustin, I think you came up with that one. You I did. did. I, was actually, I was actually looking for a better one. <laughs> and there's not. Not yet. Not yet. We'll get there. So, Pell number. In mathematics, 
Phone numbers are an infinite sequence of integers known since the ancient times that comprise the denominators of the closest rational approximations to the square root of 2. Okay, then I don't, I don't understand that. I don't either. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> so it's a thing. It's a cool word. It is a cool word. That's the number. If you know what it is, let us know. This is a pale number. Pe -pe -pe. Pale number. There All right. Is. Uh, I have I have a color in mind already. Oh, are we skipping the can? Oh, oh, it's a. I, I just assumed it was a crawler, but I guess it's an actual can. Yeah, it has Tom Selleck's Hawaiian shirt mm -hmm. from what was he on Miami Vice? No, not Miami Vice. Magnum PI. Yeah, it's mag. It's a Magnum PI. Yeah, he's got a, the sunglasses are back here. Yep. So very Hawaiian looking theme. The text that sells the little parrots, oh, the green parrots on the shirt. It's a shame that they didn't throw a mustache anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, he's so well known for his mustache. Yeah, just put it like under the Selic or, or make the Selic out of the Y on Hazy. Well, yeah. How it goes up should be a, a little mustache. stash. Maybe it's supposed to be where you see hazy and then the IPA kind of droops like that. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe it is. But no, I don't nope. know. Not enough. Not Stretch. enough. Not, not enough hair on it. Yeah, it says stuff. Probably what you read already. Yep. Basically, laid back swagger in a bold and tropical mm -hmm. two toms IPA. Oh, it's tropical, so it's not topical. It is. It, the can says tropical. Good. I was hoping it was topical. But. <laughs> it's topical for this episode. <laughs> yeah. So it's just your basic can with your. Uh, sticker on top of it. But still, yeah, pretty, I like the design. Neat. It's nice and yeah. clean and like low key. Yes, uh, clean's good. Clean is good. It catches the eye for mm -hmm. sure. The colors go well together. I like off white and the green. The brewery listed in his signature says Tom. Nice. It's pretty cool. All right, now what were you color? Are you were you getting to? I was thinking Star Fox sixty four number six. That or the Clyde's Ghost. Something that low. I don't think it's that orange. But I, I could be wrong. I, I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I initially went Nick's Platt, but I think it is a little bit lighter because it's got like kind of that milkiness to it, mm -hmm. which lightens it up. Could be a gee. Yeah. I could go seven or eight somewhere in there. Yeah. What are you guys? So not quite Star Fox. I'm going to go with Clyde. Clyde? Clyde. Clyde, Clyde the Ghost. Yeah. Number seven. Awesome. Oh man, that smells amazing. Mm -hmm. mm. So the IPA in the true two tone style. We noticed that all his IPAs are this hazy, the New oh, England yeah. style. Everyone that comes out, so it's kind of hard to differentiate between them. But you, he does put the different hops in. So unless you, yeah, they all kind of look the tell. same and have similar flavor, but they just. Uh, the different hops he uses brings out slightly different flavors. So yeah, I'm kind of excited about this. I'm a huge fan of West Coast, mm -hmm. and then this is a kind of a, a hazy West Coast, so it's like a mix between the two. So I'm pretty stoked about giving this one a whirl. That's like orange juice, maybe. Mm, so it's kind of dinky mm -hmm. to me too. Dinky, dinky. <laughs> it's kind of like one of those uh, the tropical orange juicy things oh, yeah. you get from Tropicana mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna drink rum. That sounded so. I'm Because <laughs> I said it into my cup. <laughs> I couldn't stop myself. It's so good. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, as you can guess, 
This is a local beer to here. Mm-hmm. Chances are they're not on BA, the- no beer snobs, so I'm not even going to bother. No rape beers most of the time. Not as those you have to be like wide release to really be on there. Right. Well, uh, untapped. 4.10264 ratings. Seven friends have tried this. Yeah, don't read mine. Don't read mine. Doug Edgar said, super juicy and tasty IPA. Glad I could grab a 32-ounce can to go. Is this their... S- well, they do crawlers, so you can get pretty much anything they have on tap. Yeah. But this is like their third or so third like official can. can. Yeah. Because they it, had the Edison. And they and did the Alili The Alili, which we'll talk about soon. Um, those are the only two I can think of. Those are the only two. So this is the third or the official can. It lasted four days worth? Yeah, they go pretty fast. It went pretty quick. I got it the day it was released. <laughs> Picked it up just in case. My buddy Chad from work gave it a four and a half back in July of 2018. Probably when he first released it. He's always out there every Thursday for their new beer releases. Oh, maybe you guys can sit together. Yeah, yeah we probably could. You probably, you probably <laughs> see him every Thursday. Who knows Pale here? Anybody? Pale's friend? I have his name on my shirt. His face is right here. <laughs> Don't you recognize his signature hair? <laughs> That's me in the headband. <laughs> um, oh, no. This is just a very delicious beer. It, it almost yeah. doesn't even taste like a beer. It's so juicy. Yeah, this tastes kind of like a mimosa, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Just not as sparkling. Yep. It's like a spiked orange juice. <laughs> as compared to his other ones, though, the hops are definitely more present in this. Mm-hmm. versus like the Edison that we had. Well, yeah, this one ago. tastes West Coasty. Mm-hmm. This it, one is very tropical. And it's not as like flat or whatever you want to call. That one was like just so smooth and didn't really have any kind of carbonation to it. But this one is like perfect on that. Right. I'm getting a lot of hops on the back end. Mm-hmm. It's like juicy up front, and then it's like the hops kind of more present on that final swallow. Yep. Which is a different, it's different, you know, how it goes down. Mm-hmm. But I th- I think it's delicious. I'm really liking it. Yeah. I think I'm going to keep my rating from last Yeah, time. I think I am too. If it's not broken, don't fix it, right? Exactly. Oh, what was that rating though? Since Pale didn't ruin it for other Oh, I gave it a 4.25. Oh, that's a good score. I gave it a 4.25 also. Ooh. <laughs> oh my goodness. I did as well. Oh my gosh. Oh, I was going to bump mine up anyways. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> to a four and a quarter. Yes. Oh, no. First beer, we're already holding hands. Hand holding the club. <laughs> Anybody want to go into any more detail on this one? Um, I mean, we kind of covered it, <laughs> right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I really enjoy West Coast IPAs, and this is West Coast IPA, just hazier. I, that's. It's, do I need to really go on? About no, that? it's just amazing. Yeah. I do like the, the hop choices. Uh, I think that the only reason why it is down as a 4.25 is because the whole New England or the hazy is kind of dwindling on me. Mm. Uh, bringing the IPA scores back down to, uh, I don't know, back down to where they should be mm-hmm. instead of like super, super high on the list. But it, 4.25 is still a really good score for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that they can he can make it. Juicy like a New England, like this is like in a, a real New England, but also have a different kind of hot presence yep. included. Mm-hmm. It's not all just orange or pineapple, grapefruit. There is a different hot presence that's nice. Mm-hmm. 
And the like bitterness that you're left with isn't unappealing. It's just kind of there. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's still it still tastes good and it's like unique. And it doesn't have like a dry aftertaste mm-hmm. that lingers. Mm-mm. It's just uh it's like that hop is there, but then it kind of falls off at the right time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yep. stick with you. Great blend. Yeah. I agree. And we tapped it in. It's National Beer Day today. Oh, oh my god! April sixth. I didn't. I don't tap unless they're unique. So yeah, I, I didn't tap mine in because I have to tap in the next one probably. Oh, yeah. I'm all about uniqueness. You didn't oh, do it because you had it. It's my anniversary. Yeah. Oh. oh, six years on untapped. That's probably the same for me. Yo, you guys are growing up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys gonna have babies yet? I was a wee lad. <laughs> <laughs> next. Innovative beers, adventurous spirits. If you think that all craft beers are the same, then you've not tasted a two toms. Every brew has been created with a specific flavor experience in mind. From the juice-forward style of hazy IPAs to the deep chocolate and vanilla layers of a Russian Imperial Stout, two, tom, two toms aim... Two toms aims? The double S right there kind of killed me. Mm. Two toms aims to take your taste buds on a journey with special beers and special ingredients. For instance, the Alili... Ali'i. 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 There you go. They actually have the pronunciation. That's right awesome. Uh, the Ali'i, Wild Ale, inspired by the big island of Kona. Kona coffee is delicious, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a kettle-aged sour with guava, bright red hibiscus flowers. The mango milkshake is a dry-hopped imperial nipa brewed with lactose and then loaded with juicy mango fruit. Dark Necessity, Mosaic Haze, Coconut Oak Splitter, really all of our beers, are vastly different from one another, yet all bring that special two times touch. I'd like to argue that one a little bit, other than like the ones that they named. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do have the similar... They are pretty similar. I think like the the other Tom series all are similar, but yeah. like the Mango Milkshake's different than like, oh, yeah, this beer. Different so, than this. Yeah, I think the, he'll lumps them together so that they're related, but... These other beers all are pretty different. Mm-hmm. All right, but that's not just the beer. It's the experience. Two Toms is a warm, comfortable brewery with a modern appeal. I like that two up on the wall. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so cool with the, like, the yeah, little the sticks, wood, wood slats. Yeah. Uh, we work hard, we play hard, and you do too. That's what we're all about. Two Toms wants every visit to be an excellent one, one that will leave you wanting more. So why not join us at Two Toms every day? And every beer is a new adventure. Mm-hmm. It sure is. We're not open every, every day, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but you can still take their beer home and drink oh, it. Oh, you can. That's true. You could drink it every day. That's yeah, why no. you fill them up on Sundays. You get your crawler. It'll last you to Wednesday. And they just opened up this past year starting on Wednesdays now. So they were just Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So now he added Wednesday to the mix. But he still puts his new beers out on Thursday because that would push up the timeline to try yeah. to get that beer out. I also heard that the curling club next door is moving so they could expand oh really that would be neat mm-hmm. you'd have to take that awesome two off the wall though that shouldn't be a problem <laughs> just or just to a different make wall. two doorways oh, yeah. next to it <laughs> go that way if he wanted he could like serve food or do a kitchen yeah and then they just do. have like a family area they do the food menu has expanded with oh. the the king's i believe it's king's food truck Mm-hmm. something along those lines but yeah they definitely expanded their permanent menu now it's awesome mm-hmm. and then on nice. sundays i don't know if we haven't listed later or not so. um sundays they now have barbecue 
So they got a huge smoker out in the back every mm. Sunday that this guy comes in. I forget what the name of the, the barbecue place is. but Yeah, they recently put a picture on mm-hmm. Instagram about that or it's, Facebook. It's pretty good. I went there on Sunday. I had some pulled pork. It was pretty good. Yeah, I will have to say the experience that you get while going to the brewery is uh, uh, definitely a good one compared to a lot of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they have a viewing area where you can sit and watch. Yeah, there's like a window to the brewer, like mm-hmm. what a brew room or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The whole thing's the brewery, so I can't want to say it. it's. A, there's a window to the brewery. You have to sit outside and just look at it. <laughs> Stare at the big old kettles, right? And then they have just a bunch of wooden tables and chairs everywhere. Which some are high tops, refurbished um, bowling alley, bowling alley lanes. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. As a former bowler mm-hmm. myself, yeah. And then they, of course they have a table section full of games, but. What brewery doesn't have board yeah, games these days? Uh, foosball table in there, too. Oh, do they? Yeah. They got a nice little couch seating area, too, so if you want more of that intimate mm-hmm. approach. Bum chicka bum cow. And they have some kind of barrel society club. You will get to that later. We'll get to that. Get to that? Okay. Yeah. Cool. After our next beer. And then also we talked about the two up on the wall. It's actually really magnificent. It's huge. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't notice it, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're at the wrong place. If you want to see it, most of my beers when I check in there, I try to face the two. Yeah. So it's always on top of my glass when I take my little photo. So if you yeah. check me out on Untapped and see all the different pictures of the brewery. Right. Well, even above the bar, he has that two toms like light. sign that like lights up in different yeah. colors. Absolutely. That's really, which is like really cool. awesome. Like the big metal sign or whatever it is. Yeah. And then they have a TV to the right of the bar. That are is it's like uh, the menu screen. Yeah, it's they're, they're verified through Untapped. So whenever you check in a beer, you see your name see. up there. Yeah, I'm so happy. I love those. That's me. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah, there yeah. I have my uh, my designs for the the t-shirts as my logo. I'm like that's us. <laughs> I made that. Uh, but overall, I think the experience at the bar is it's a really nice one. And it's like in a little strip mall. So when you get to the outside of it, you're like, oh, this thing's tiny. But mm-hmm. you get in there and it just ex- opens up. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like massive. so crazy. You wouldn't expect that all to fit in that little door. But yeah. My only gripe is you can't sit at the rail. But, there, you know, it's. Oh, like yeah. sit up at the bar and yeah. chat oh, okay. with the bartender. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to get up there and then be in the way to talk. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah what if you like pulled a chair and... up there? Drug <laughs> <laughs> a chair from the... it's like, <laughs> I'm sitting here. Across the whole brewery. That's okay. (laughs) I don't know. That kind of separates that from other places. I I wouldn't mind getting a feel for the people who work in there. Yeah, that would be nice. Get up there. You can chat with them about the beer. Usually on the the slower nights when we're in there, um, the bartenders will come out and and they'll they'll sit and talk with you for a little bit. So it's pretty cool. I guess I'm only ever there on a Saturday. Well, yeah, it's on the weekends when we're up here. Yeah. All right, let's have some more beer, and then oh, we'll yeah. talk more about two up? times. A morning yawning. <sighs> oh, wake up. Do you like what Drinkin' Geek Out is providing? Do you want more? Do you like video games, Game of Thrones, comedies like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Rec, and The Office? Well, so do we. However, sometimes these things just don't fit in with our current show format, but we still want to provide this to you. Just to provide you with an update, we do have five tiers on our Patreon with all nerdy stuff to provide you. You could become a super geek and receive a bonus episode every month. You'd become a mega geek and we could pick a topic for a future show. You could become an uber geek and we can do a show tailored around you. The perks go on and on and will continue to grow. So go on down to patreon.com slash drink in geek out for more information. And now back to the show. 
All right, we're back with morning yawning, as Pale said before the break, breakfast pastry stout, unless we're not taking a break, sorry. Scratch that. <laughs> there might be a little promotion for our Patreon Oh, that you just heard. Breakfast pastry stout. Give yourself a stretch in a morning yawning. We brewed this stout with a, with GK? GK Baked Goods, famous cinnamon rolls. I've never heard of them. GK is like is... junk ditch related somehow. Oh, okay. They do like all, all right, of their now I know baked goods. Uh, GK Baked Goods, famous cinnamon rolls in secondary and finished this beer off with Yellow Cup Roasters Cold Brew Coffee. Mm. Coming in at 7.7 ABV and 30 IBUs. And on our geek scale is 30 Days of Night. 30 Days of Morning this time. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Isn't that a spinoff or a sequel to 28 Days? No. No. Oh. It's that Josh Hartnett like zombie movie. Or a vampire movie. He's in Alaska, and there's 30 days a night, and then there's, uh, like, vampires. I think it's based on a comic book. Gotcha. Sounds dumb. It, um, dumb. <laughs> it was a dumb movie. It was dumb. <laughs> no, Hannah got pale one of the cinnamon rolls from Junk Ditch that one oh, time, remember? Right. Yep. Yeah, because we're like, oh, we need Junk Ditch beer. She's like, oh, I'm right there. I'll pick it up for you. And I was like, give me a cinnamon roll. And she's like, okay. we're like, what? And she did. And she did. It was very good. She's yeah, she's the best, best supporter we have, mm-hmm. absolutely, or only. Ooh. No, not well supporter yet, <laughs> but people who like our stuff and retweet True. our stuff and talk about our stuff. My brother talks about our podcast all the time with people. I feel like that's support enough. Yeah, yeah. He listens every week. He gives constructive criticism, like the one time he corrected me that uh, Hugo Weaving is not Eeyore or Optimus Prime. That's, <laughs> that's Peter Cullen. I don't know who Peter Cullen is, but I know who Hugo Weaving is. Yeah. So Hugo Weaving is Megatron. I just want to throw that oh, out there geez, because he's he way off. He's a fuck for correcting me. <laughs> <laughs> he's Which, in the Morph Transmorphers universe. Yeah, he's in the fucking movie. <laughs> Matrix Man. We said Matrix Man. Yeah. That should count. He's V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. All right. So this morning, Yannin came in the 32-ounce Crowler can because mm-hmm. he has not canned these individually yet. This one was brand new. I remember reaching out to you guys like, what one do you want? Should I get the this Mango Milkshake? just came like, out. I want this one. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. It's very similar to the other ones we're going to have. But, That's um, right. I must have missed that. Yeah, you were. Uh, um, you went dark on us. Yeah. You didn't text that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had some shit going on. <laughs> That's all right. You just didn't get a choice in what beer we were drinking today. Yeah, that's fair. I like the surprise. All right. So the can, uh, it was a Crowler. So they yeah. have the same label that they stick on it, every single one. Uh, two times label, a white blank space so you can fill in the name of the beer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I like the green colors and like how it's got like hops and mm-hmm. kettles and all that beer yeah. goodness on there. It's basically, when I see those colors, I think two times. So yeah. they're doing yep. something right. Um, another reason I wanted this beer is because... The out here having a pint recorded a couple weeks ago at two times, and this is one beer they didn't have. They had the mango milkshake on that episode, perfect. But I wanted to do something different so that way we're not just reviewing all the same beers they had. We're special, <laughs> we that was a good idea because all their beers are special. That's true, <laughs> yeah. Special beer, special place. But on that episode, they're like, Oh, and next week this beer is coming out, and they're like, Oh man, we're all gonna have to come back. Well, <laughs> or you can just listen to us, yeah, just listen it. to us, <laughs> you don't have to go back. <laughs> All right, the color. We're going to dig Ooh. deep down in the dark trenches of our colors. I thought uh, you said spectrum. dick down. <laughs> I mean, we could also dick down too. I don't care. <laughs> a little uh, brown it's, to it's, this. It's not. There's yeah, hints of brown. Dark. It's not like in the 50s. I think it's a little bit up. K2SO or Caesar. 
I was thinking Caesars where I stopped. Caesars, where, ooh, that's Caesar's where I was gonna. Fur. Yeah, probably too. Caesars fur. Planet of the Apes. I think that's the second time we've used that one. Don't usually get a whole lot of repeats. Yeah, which is nice. I think I might dump this on the carpet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you better not. You, you didn't cover not. up the last beer. Right? Well, I'll do. The, I did the right side last time. I'll do it on the left side. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just mark your territory, pal. On my carpet. <laughs> what do we got for the smells? Coffee. Definitely oh, smell the wow. coffee. Not much on the cinnamon. Yeah. I, no. I'm hoping that since I don't think cinnamon has a whole lot of flavored smell to it. Right. Which I'm usually wrong because cinnamon, you can tell when something's cinnamon, that this should have a taste. Yes. Cinnamon tastes more so than the smell. Definitely. And I'm I can't I'm afraid to waft it. I don't have a whole lot of room. I know, I just filled them up pretty high, so you can't really shake them. I'm gonna pull a pale yeah, here. the cold brew is very prominent yeah. on the nose. Kona. No, not, it's yellow cup. Yes. <laughs> I thought, what was Correction. Kona brewing? The Alihi, the Sour. Oh, right, right, And Dustin brought up Kona coffee. It's That's delicious. right. Because it's from Kona. It's awesome. I'm ready to taste this, bitch. Okay. Oh, there's the cinnamon. Oh, yeah, definitely. Get that on the back. Right in the taste. Oh, yeah. That's really sweet at the end. Like, it's it's vibrant up front, and it's really sweet at the end of it. Yeah, you definitely get the uh, cinnamon roll, like, dessert aspect on mm-hmm. the back end. Yeah, it's very icy. Like, mm-hmm. Hints of chocolate, maybe mm-hmm. in the beer. Oh the yeah, coffee. definitely taste the chocolatey. You can taste the cinnamony. We didn't mention the chocolate, so I think that just comes out in most like pastry the stouts. Coffee, yeah. They have like a coffee flavor yeah. or a chocolate even if flavor. It's, even if it's not supposed to be there, yeah. I can taste chocolatey. It might just be because it's really sweet. Yeah, um, but yeah, you could you can definitely. It almost reminds me of eating a cinnamon roll. You know, you have like the your first bite is gonna be piping hot because you didn't wait for your mom after you pulled it out of the oven, <laughs> and then it just like calms down with the icing. This is very interesting. It's like dipping a cinnamon roll right in coffee. I think nom 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 nom. It's definitely thick. It's almost I wouldn't say syrupy, but kind of gives me that same kind of feel. For some reason, I'm getting a little bit of like raisin in the beginning. Th- yeah, that happens in stouts. There's like. That like resin raisin flavor. Mm-hmm. It's like a little sweetness. Or I something. get that too. Untapped. There's only 64 ratings. This is brand stinking new. Yes, it is. Uh, 3.99 is what everyone's saying. We have not checked it in. We have zero friends who've checked it in. At least I have zero friends who's checked it in. Same. Chad gave it a four and a quarter. That was May March 28th. Have any words to go along with that? Uh, nope. Oh. Nothing. Nothing good. Of the check-ins, delicious as always. Two times always brings the good beer. Or makes a good beer. I don't know what brings it. <laughs> Cold brew, I love it. Taste a shit ton of coffee <laughs> up front and a little cinnamon on the finish. Ingredient intensify, start to reverse as I drink it more. Oh, the ingredient intensity. Uh, that's about it. These are all from interesting mix of flavors. I'm not the biggest pastry style fan. If I took this and added a touch of heat, I think I'd love it. Yeah, I just read that. I was trying to figure out what he meant by a touch of heat. Like spice? Like, throw, yeah. throw it like in a the, jalapeno in it? Or just like mm-hmm. warm it up? Can I throw it in the microwave? Right. <laughs> I think, yeah. Like the spicy, like that, uh, what was that? Mexican hot chocolate. That chupacabra one, one we had? Yeah. Where uh, yeah. a little bit kick to it. I can mm-hmm. I can get that. It'd be more of like a Mexican cinnamon roll. It would taste almost exactly like that beer, I think, if mm-hmm. they put spice in it. Because it's already got the cinnamon and like the chocolatey flavor. National Beer Day? <laughs> Late to the game. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'll get it started. I give it a four. Uh, it is a 
I think it has uh, really good flavors, but I don't know if it entirely f blends that well. I like the coffee flavor. I like the cinnamon flavor. I'm not entirely sure I like them both together. Uh, but it's still drinkable. I still drink it. Still a four. It's a stout. Can't be mad about it. But And I went four as well. There you go. Um, like you said, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know if it blends well. I, I feel like I'm like chasing like one or the other. And mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. It's just like not one thing is like sticking out enough. Right. Maybe if you were to do this again, maybe do a little more cinnamon mm -hmm. or something. It's like, what am, what flavor am I reaching for yeah. when I drink it now? Narrow it down. Which one am I think? What am I thinking about when I drink it this time? Right. Yeah. Uh, instead like, of like a together flavor, it would be different like every time. But right. make something a little more prominent. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, but it was. It's a pretty fine beer. Mm -hmm. I would drink this again. Yeah, maybe we're just not up on the the breakfast or not breakfast, but like the the pastry stouts as we we should be. True, but we're pretty new to that still. Yeah, I gave it a four point two five. The coffee saved it for me. I love coffee beers, um, but it's unique mix with that cinnamon. Like you said, it's trying to identify itself. Like, is it a coffee beer? Is it a pastry stout? Is it everything in one? It's kind of hard to pinpoint. Um, not as sweet as I thought. I know there's some sweetness to it, but mm -hmm. the coffee, the roastiness of that definitely mellows out that sweet flavor. Um, I like what somebody had put on untapped, like add a little bit more lactose and yeah. some sweetness to it and then just make it like a true pastry stout and go with this, the cinnamon roll instead of the coffee because it's, it's two different styles. And like you said, I'm not sure how well this works together, but it's mm -hmm. unique enough. I like the coffee, so I gave it 4.25. I mean, honestly, if I drank this as a coffee stout, mm -hmm. I would enjoy the hell out of it. If I drank this as a cinnamon roll stout, I'd probably enjoy the hell out of it. But when they're together, I'm enjoying it, but it's like I don't know where to go with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was more on Keith's level. I gave it a 4.25. <clears throat> um, I, I like the coffee, and I like my coffee to have a flavor in it. I can't just drink plain coffee. Yeah. So I think that cinnamon helps it for me. It is kind of odd. I get what you guys are saying. It's not like a, it's kind of a weird mix in the beer, mm -hmm. but I like that it's unique. Um, but that oddness keeps it down a little bit from being like a perfect five. I still think it's a really good beer. Yeah. And with that aspect, I think if you added lactose, like Keith was saying, mm -hmm. it would give me the idea of they were using cinnamon like creamer. creamer. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I probably would get on board a little bit. Yeah. That's good. Very good good thing we have more to drink. Yeah. Hell, you want to grab that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take some more for sure. Not going to lie. Don't drop it. <laughs> should drop it. <laughs> that probably shouldn't up. pour it here, judging by that. It's it's easier to pour. It's just that initial pour is hard. You got to have like tilt the glass and everything. Community involvement. Two Toms is also passionate about our community. We hope you're passionate about it too. We are fortunate to have so much going on in our area right now it's a great time to live in the northeast indiana life is too short to wait on the sidelines says to tom <laughs> says tom's <laughs> says tom. <laughs> uh, uh, live a life worth two two tom's plans to support a number of local events and community organizations keep an eye out for our beer and our team in the future <laughs> i don't care <laughs> Uh, like that. So yeah, Tom, he is very involved 
um, in the local community. He just put something on not too long ago um, where he hosted, I forget what the name of the society, and I probably should look it up. Uh, Poor Misfits? He did no. something with them well, recently, too. They, they could have been involved with this, but these were the, the people who lost a loved one in this the local community organization. So people could come out, bring pictures, and they could chat, and there's this whole wall. It's still up there that you can hang pictures of loved ones that you've lost and to talk about and go through the grieving process. Um, so he's hosted different things like that at um, at Two Toms. I know he's looking to expand and really, you know, really help, involved help the greater community. Give back. Mm-hmm. I think what I was thinking of is Poor Mitzvits teamed up with him to make a beer for this event. Oh, probably. Yes, they did. And I have not had that beer yet. It's gone, but not forgotten. I mm-hmm. think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. So that was I thought cool. I thought you were saying it was gone. You didn't get any. <laughs> I didn't know that was the it's name. A, it's, it's gone, but I will not. It's forget. like a coffee stout <laughs> or something. I thought. Yeah, yeah it's like his uh, dark necessity, mm-hmm. but without something added. I think. I think that's one of my favorite parts about uh, the brewery breweries or the brewing community, and it's something that I would like us to be a part of. Uh, when we do get going with this idea of ours, is the community involvement. Uh, there's a lot of stories about breweries giving back to the community that they're a part of. Uh, I remember being when I was in uh, St. Louis, I talked to you guys about the breweries there. Every single brewery that we went to had something about giving back. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's not specific to you know, St. Louis, it's everywhere yeah every brewery that i've known that i've been to there's there's something if it's small it's small if it's big it's big it doesn't matter they're doing you know work within the community i mean if you're of any faith that's a good thing if you're not of any faith that's still a good thing right absolutely helping the we can all agree on that helping your fellow man right kind that's why i like these local breweries that Mm -hmm. support your area rather than going and getting some budweiser or something that's doesn't support anything True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one of their edges. They're bought with the local community. Yeah. And their beer is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm more likely. Uh, I did this uh, when I was at F- Fountain Square the last time that I was there. They had one of their beers. Um, hell, I think it was the Hot for Teacher. Remember that we, yes. had, we had that one on there? <clears throat> the They had a special, if you buy the big one of this one, we'll match the price or give a dollar for this teacher's association yeah. in Indy. I was like, I'll have five of them, please. <laughs> yes. Um, and then there was another one where uh, I forget who it was, but it was uh, one of the I forget where it was. Uh, buy this beer, and then the money goes to this whatever. But they were out of the beer, and I was like, How much is it? And they're like, Well, we don't have any. I was like, I don't care how much is yeah. it. And they're like, It's this much. I'm like, All right, t- charge me for that much. We didn't get any of the beer. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I just want to help support the cause. That's so they're like, But do you just want to give that money? I was like, yeah, sure. I'll just give that money. You know, if you, if you, I think they did the better part where they didn't take that as profit. They just took that as a donation. Right? That's cool. For that over. So that's cool. Yeah. I forget that where that was, but definitely I look for opportunities like that. Uh, this isn't about me. Sorry. <laughs> this is about the, the breweries that are doing, doing the community stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Not you being generous and giving money. <laughs> yeah. No, that wasn't, that wasn't me. This, this, yeah, this isn't about me. This is about, yeah. That. <laughs> The other thing um, that they do is to reach out to like the food trucks, like the Kings or King Arthur or whatever they're called. Um, 
which to is support good, them, which is really good. Mm-hmm. To, to have them come in and use the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So that way it's like, I focus on the beer. I'll team up with someone else. Cause I know in food, Fort Wayne, right. we got a lot of the food truck community, it's especially downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, so to team up like with that, like what Ben has done, we'll, we'll get, get to that, that in a, few in a couple weeks. episodes. We'll um, but like the new barbecue place that he has that comes in on Sunday with the smoker and everything else to come out and just to give these guys an opportunity too. it's like, Hey, I bring the people in, you know, let's team up together. and We can, you know, expand our business yeah That's so cool. danny boy did the exact same thing because we were there mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago <clears throat> uh, i talked to the owner of the barbecue company that they have uh danny boy bought their place out in zionsville and said how would you like to retire he's like that'd be good he's getting, <laughs> he's getting up there yeah so they bought their company and they employed him to work oh, at awesome. danny boy so he works part-time as a bartender slash you know in the kitchen so it's becoming more of a thing and it's exciting when they're help supported their the the community, whatever facets. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because I got the end of this or if it's because of the warmth, but it's a lot sweeter now that I'm at the bottom of my glass. Yeah. I think I the warmth had something to do with that. I probably should have got out a little sooner. Yeah, I do agree. Because um, that one didn't last much as long as the other ones. <laughs> we had equal pours or a little bit less than, about less than half of what it was mm-hmm. the first pour. So our next beer, Pale, you picked these two up. They were part of their Barrel Age Society, mm-hmm. and they did a couple of their releases. Barrel Age series. Yeah. These were, like, the Dark Necessity was just, what, um, it wasn't bourbon barrel aged. No, th- yeah, they, it think. was like a beer they released last year or yeah, so. This was, it was I just think Dark Necessity style. was his first dark beer that mm-hmm. he released officially. He, I'm going to say he keeps a barrel. You can see it while yeah. you're there. He keeps barrels in the mm-hmm. corner. Yep. I think Dark Necessity was one of the ones that I remember seeing. Yep. The first one. Barrel. Yeah. So he grabbed that one, the Banana Foster, Foster Stout, mm-hmm. and the, what was it, like a sour? Yeah, there was like a weird, was it the Elihi? It's Did probably he... the Elihi, right? The sour? Could be. I, I can't remember. There was a sour. But he decided to barrel age, you know, those three, mm-hmm. and then he would start with those. So we picked up the, or I picked up the Dark Necessity and the Foster, Bananas Foster. Yeah. Fucking excited about the mm-hmm. Bananas Foster. We yes. didn't get a chance to drink it the one time they released it. Oh. Because it was a it was short I have not tried any of them. Probably <laughs> 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 the Dark Necessity I've tried, but not right. the Bananas Foster. Right. right. But what was neat is that he released these to his VIP members mm-hmm. and whatever was left over that they didn't buy, he, he it was left like the, open to the public. Yeah. Which is us, because I don't know why I'm not a VIP member. I definitely need to. Yeah, they to. just, they, I read, oh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. After we open this. But anyway, door. so Pale picked these up. Um, so on Sundays, they open up at what? Like noon? noon. Yeah. So I'm gathered at 1130 <laughs> in the parking lot. I'm the only guy there <laughs> all the way up until like five till some other person comes up. And I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> like, this wasn't you as big of a deal on. as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so I just like walked in and I'm like, can I get those last two? Me and there's only like an older couple or another guy. And I'm like, you still have the barrel age stuff <laughs> for sale? And he's like, yeah, I can, I, you can only, I can only give you one of each. I'm like, okay, that's right. fine. Cause the demand is out the door. Yeah, right. like, exactly. <laughs> the line. <laughs> I love Fort Wayne breweries. I know. We're nothing like 450 where people are fighting me. Like I didn't get my beer. Not yet. I think they'll get there. Their beers are yeah. like, their name is out there. And it, oh, yeah. it's growing. just, the, the market here is very different. Mm-hmm. Very different, though. Yeah. The idea is uh, around the circles in Indianapolis that the Two Toms is the best, so the air quotes, mm-hmm. the best brewery in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's up for debate, but 
I could see it growing. I think in it's up there yeah. in best beers in Indiana, not just Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. But absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's get this beer. All right, Dark Necessity. We have the Dark Necessity, which is part of their Bourbon Barrel Aged series. What is RIS? Mm-hmm. Oh, you put it on there. Okay. <laughs> their Bourbon Barrel Aged series. This beer that started, excuse me, this, the beer that starting putting my homebrew, this is the beer that started to put my homebrew on the radar and ultimately led to an opening up a brewery so this is pretty cool it seems to be his very first beer that he did that really set him apart coming in at 12 percent abv and 30 ibus which again is 30 days of night not morning this time because this is definitely <laughs> dark dark, dark. <laughs> so 12 percent abv so i'm not sure how long this was aged six months did he say i think all of them were aged six months this time so we have had the dark necessity before, but this was, as we mentioned uh, before, part of the bourbon barrel age for the VIP club, and it was eventually sold to the public, um, a barrel aged version of this. So if we look at the bottle, it came in a 22-ounce bomber, which is pretty neat. Yeah. Like it's the very bottom... different from everything he's done before. It's mm-hmm. like the bottom is like on fire. Flame. Yeah, something like, like that. Like flames and like a moth. I don't know what that means. I don't know what the moth is either. Are the moth flying around the flames because it's night? I don't know. It's just to represent something. Oh, dark at night. Yeah, the moth flying around. Mm, or is it Godzilla say, fan and it's Mothra? <laughs> it is uh, giant moth. I don't know <laughs> that's why. That's what I uh, was thinking. <laughs> I don't know why none of us checked it in though. The original two. <laughs> no, dark necessity. <laughs> I didn't. We've all had it. We're all together and we had it. Oh, it, I... Well, there's a 2019 version. It, is there? I see that's where Pale and Keith checked in. Oh, I had the 2018 version, but I guess I didn't check it in that day. <laughs> Must have been like on my 10th beer yeah, that day. I don't day. have it checked I just, in either. I usually fail to check them in. <laughs> I think I like, what's going on? <laughs> I think Lost in the Dark is the one. I th- yeah, that might be the one. The one stout I had. Oh, I, I've every time I've been there, I've had a stout, so I feel like I've had this one. So, oh, I've had this exact beer. I did not know this. You and I did. So this is the 2019 yeah. version? Okay. Perfect. It's definitely the bourbon barrel aged one because I mentioned that in my notes. Hmm. Which we'll get to soon. Hmm. I'm going to spoil it right now. Don't you dare. <laughs> did we um, Did we go into the geek rating for this one? The IBUs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same 30 days of one. night. Same one. Oh, same same one last, time. last time. That's why I didn't think that you said it because it's the exact same one. <laughs> it's like, wait, I've heard this before. Yeah. Pulling a pail. I just, yeah, I just tuned it out. <laughs> Peeing himself like the pail that he is. Uh, so is that a moth or a butterfly? I'm pretty, pretty sure it's, it's a moth. moth. <laughs> we said that same word at the <laughs> same <weird>. time. <laughs> All right. So the bottle is interesting. I like the coloring, but it, yeah, it does not look like a typical two times. Yeah. It's the same sticker pattern, right? So mm-hmm. you have partial bottle sticker right it's his first bottle i'm pretty sure because everything else has been canned so mm-hmm. yeah i mean that looks pretty dope i was kind of confused when pulled the bottle of the fridge that it was two times yeah i like uh, the turquoise it's a nice like accent 
to it's like, like his green, orange, like, and brown. The previous right. cans, yeah. He added his colors in there. So is that fire? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a moth drawn to flame. Oh, there you go. And what's this like in the back? Like, um, what's this? What's this? Oh, just... That's another. Oh, is it like Russia? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's like right. temples it does, or something. It looks like that. Looks like the Kremlin. It does it's look the, like the Kremlin. The, the key word here is Kremlin. So much in the background. I, I didn't even this. seen it until he pointed it out. Dang, pale. <laughs> pale, you got those. You gotta look. You gotta get your, uh, your beard goggles on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the problem I'm having. <laughs> <laughs> They're already on. You can't see. Yeah. It. He does have it labeled January 2019, which is nice. It's actually not like a born on date, but it's on the label. You know, so. I looked at the picture online. It kind of looks like Agrabah. Ah. It doesn't really have anything to do with the bottle, but that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. I'm not sure. Prince Ali. That's coming out soon. <laughs> Next month. Oh, the color is darker. It is dark necessity. No, it's kind of like Dark Knight. Oh, my. That is Dark it's Knight. It's like the Dark Knight sitting in the Batmobile in a <laughs> Yeah, it's up there. And I still like our <laughs> number 57 on our record. <laughs> it could be that yeah. um i don't know i'm thinking maybe 53 to 54 so more of like the dreadlocks for the predator yeah or venom but i'll agree i'll say 53 53 Dread- 53 let's do it predators dreadlocks all right smell is uh bourbon bourbon, bourbon. i smell them straight. a bourbon a lot straight bourbon, bourbon. yep is this barrel aged? <laughs> is this barrel aged? On a bourbon barrel? On a bourbon barrel? Wait a minute. This is bourbon barrel. Mm. <laughs> I don't really smell anything else. No. That's all you get. Maybe yeah. a hint of chocolate? Maybe? Just a little bit? I mean, I would waft it, but it's gone all over the carpet. But... <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> I just want to drink this. I'm going to drink it. Ooh. Not as rough as I was expecting. It's like syrup. Yeah. It's like so smooth and there's no like alcohol burn with it being 12%. I was expecting right, that to hurt. Yeah. This is dangerous. Mm-hmm. That bourbon just all the I, way through. I will drink this entire bottle <laughs> from front all the way to the back. Can I put this with my chicken and my waffles? Yes. <laughs> yeah. The bottle does say layers of chocolate, bourbon, and vanilla. Okay, so, so I, I was able to taste that. I mean, mm-hmm. smell the chocolate a little bit. I could taste vanilla more so than I could taste the chocolate, I think. Yeah. Now, this came out January. I think you picked this up. February, right? That would sound about I, right. <laughs> a couple of weeks after the January release. So you've been sitting on this for a while. I know you've had this. Yeah, it's so. a few months. I but, think some like late February is when I made it out there and went to on sale to the public mm-hmm. after their little barrel society party. And yeah, they give you like a month for the society members to pick it up. And yeah, because they, they all put their up. orders in, and then like he got the bottles and the cans and whatnot, and distributed them out and then what was left is what he put for sale it's not bad it's very different than what i remember yeah. this is good i think I, it's probably on, on tap versus in the bottle yeah very different yeah that's true this belongs on pancakes definitely i could <laughs> i would yeah i would definitely have a chicken thing. and fucking waffles. Chicken, like, waffles chicken and waffles it is quite oh, thick oh my two uh three c's thick <laughs> <laughs> i was sitting so i did not answer you but yes probably <laughs> Two times you thick. <laughs> How does this compare to the Woots Doubt? Nothing that, compares. That we uh, not the this year's, but last, last year's. year. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think know. that's a fair comparison. Woots Doubt was that bourbon barreled? Uh, yeah, that had a lot 
other things going on. Like it had pecans like pecans and, uh, and, and yes. more roasted flavor. There's no roast no. in here besides chocolate and vanilla. I can see why this was the first beer that he made at home and really started to put him on the map and got mm-hmm. people interested in what he can do. And it's funny that it's taken this long for him to come back out with this. Yeah. I think he's just been sitting on it in his barrels. Probably yeah, that or he's been just kind of riding the wave of what's popular. That's true. He's been doing a lot of these IPAs. You guys tasting the vanilla? Oh, I yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's what I literally just said. Oh, sick. Gosh, you did it again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't really taste the chocolate as much as I can taste the vanilla. The bourbon mm-hmm. and the vanilla really overpowers the chocolate. Yeah, but I, there's hints of it, just not yeah. as much as like the last, the cinnamon one. For yeah. me, it's like the bourbon, the vanilla, and then like a little bit of chocolate, mm-hmm. maybe like at the front end. It's crazy how warm this tastes, considering we just pulled it out of the fridge like two minutes ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, it warms up quickly. The warming effect of the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Is it warm in here? <laughs> it is a little. Did we mention Untapped? Uh, no, no, that's I your haven't. job. That's your job. Well, I didn't know if you <laughs> Justin took it last time because you were <laughs> not doing it. Four point three seven forty nine ratings. Is it? Oh, so it's just two thousand nineteen. There's not a. Mm-hmm. Do you have the other one open? Because I thought there was a couple on here. I thought there was a bourbon barrel one. Well, twenty nineteen is a bourbon barrel yeah. according yeah. to the label. It is. It's the twelve percent. The Russian. Chad W. gave it a four and a half. No write-up, though. A lot of people are checking in this bottle under just Dark Necessity without any year. Mm-hmm. So, so it, that that one has 62 ratings, and it's a 4.19. But that one says 14% ABV and 26 IBU. But you can see people, like, this is the same bomber we're drinking out yeah. of. And they're, mm-hmm. that's what they're checking in. Ugh. I think that was his first one that he made. Maybe. That's, oh, see, there's the inspiration, probably. Yeah. He, that was his original label mm-hmm. when he came out with this in his homebrew back in 2016. So that makes more sense now. Oh, for sure. But I guess I can't see the year on this bottle, so maybe it's the same bottle as last year. Yeah. It's the first time I've seen the bottle, so I'm pretty sure see, these yeah. people are just dumb and putting it in. The there's this bottle. Oh, it's that's the original bottle. But oh, there's that's... people checking in that bottle. So I think, <laughs> I think the... Some people are just checking in the wrong thing. People are so confused. Well, that's what happens when you put a, a one in there and then you change it. Yeah. And you put it in there as 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's he a, has like his. There's a 2016 version in there too. Oh my goodness. Hmm. It goes way back. Well, I checked it in. I'm ready to go. I'm not ready. I was looking at pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but dad. <laughs> there's a. I'm going to keep mine. Dark necessity, dark necessity of vanilla rye is also. Ooh. And then there's I lost in the dark necessity. Mm-hmm. So is that like a combination, combination of the banana and foster? And mm-hmm. the, that'd be awesome. Chocolatey bananas. I'm going to go ahead and check her into you. We should mix them. We don't have any <laughs> left. Do we? Not, no. No. Not in a bottle. No, What's I finished that bomber. I'm out in here, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because you just chugged the rest of it. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, I'm going to go against grain. I'm just going to go again. So two in go a row. It. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a 4.5. And my comment I wrote is, yeah, boy, you thick. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. For, for being a bourbon, it's very smooth. Mm-hmm. I can taste the bourbon on my lips. 
and on my tongue. I got bourbon tongue right now. Their tongue's getting thick. Yeah, my tongue is thick. Is that a thing? <laughs> God, I shouldn't have quit drinking alcohol. <laughs> I'll go next. <laughs> I'm no, it's... Not finished yet. I'm so so oh, sorry. Geez. Oh, I am oh, I am I am a slosh. Linda, listen to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 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 vanilla stands out a lot better than the smell. The chocolate is the smell. The vanilla is the flavor, and it just drowns out the the bourbony taste. And you still taste the bourbon, but I think it's still pretty really good. I gave it a four and a half as well. Um, I'm going back to my original ranking back in February. Great bourbon flavor, not too overpowering burn. Notes of chocolate come through the bourbon. Overall, great beer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I liked about it because I like the bourbon barrel stuff, but I don't want to be drinking bourbon. I, I, I want a nice mix. I want that flavor. I don't really want the burn. If I want the burn, I'll just go drink my whiskey in my cupboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a beer that has that flavor to it, and this this does it well. The only thing this was would be missing that would probably make it a pure five for me if you put a little coffee in here. Ooh. That would probably bump it up to perfection. Um, but it seems like he's doing variants of this every year. So I'm very curious to see what he'll do with this beer in the future. But it's a great solid base mm-hmm. um, yeah, to go sure. off of. And I went four and a quarter. Really, I could have gone that or a four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on the fence. I was, But I kept my original ranking... From when I first tried it, I don't love bourbon, um, but the vanilla there like kind of smooths it out mm-hmm. a little bit. And I think, like I said, I could have easily gone four and a half. I probably should have just bumped it up a little <laughs> bit, but I'm like, no, nah, I'll just keep the original. But um, yeah, I I love this. I it's I don't think like crushable is used on a on like these kind of beers, but <laughs> this is pretty close. It's a to easy crushable. drinking considering the it's alcohol content. very easy drinking barrel aged Russian. So I'm a big fan. So I agreed with pale. I mean, I was wavering between a four and a four and a half. So I just slapped it right in the middle mm-hmm. and went with a 4.25. Um, I think it's really good. It's just, I wish there was like a little bit more chocolatey to it or something to make, make it go down a little easier. Cause I don't know. I think it like over, too much vanilla maybe is the problem I'm having. I think it's really good. It's just like too sweet or just something that I can't drink it as fast as you guys, obviously. <laughs> but it is a damn fine beer. Mm-hmm. It's it's sip worthy, mm-hmm. but it's not like pure bourbon where yeah, I, I love that a it's, sip every 10 yeah, minutes. I love that it's not like I'm just having a mouthful of bourbon. Exactly. And like Pale said, it's definitely more crushable than <laughs> your typical bourbon mm-hmm. barrel aged. But... I love the flavors every time it goes in my mouth. I want to sit and sip this for a while. I just don't want to slime it and then, you know, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, there's like 12% out there that you have to sip for like 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it just burns so much. And then this, it has that vanilla that just like smooths it out. And it's it's nice. Bourbon I mean. naturally has vanilla in it. So those oh. notes are pretty natural when Ooh. it comes out of the Ooh. bourbon. <laughs> But this is a little bit more prominent than yeah. normal. So I'm sure there was probably a few. And I appreciate that it doesn't like burn you right up front. Oh, yeah. It's like it's more of a back-end bourbon with vanilla. And it just mm-hmm. is so smooth like all the way through. As we mentioned earlier, this was part of the 
VIP club. The, the Barrel, Barrel Society. Society. Which is a VIP, which stands for Very Important Poor Club. And what you get with this, you get a pint for the price of a 12 ounce, so 16 ounces for the price of 12. Which I don't get because the their glasses are 13 ounces. The the little blubble looking glasses, they're all 13 ounces. They're 13? Mm -hmm. I thought they were 12. Oh, they're lying. (laughs) So you're actually getting the other extra ounce for free. They're just not telling you. I guess so. Uh, when you purchase it, you get your very first beer on them. You get a birthday beer. I need to join. Mm-hmm. And a membership ID card. I guess you have to flash that when you show up. You have to flash I, them? It, you have to flash them <laughs> at the front counter. It's very fun. I love, I get asked every time in there, you, you VIP? I'm like, I should be. I'm I know. here enough. They're like, oh, <laughs> what would you do if I said yes? <laughs> like, okay. You should try it. Oh, yeah. I left my ID in my other pants. Yeah, sure did. Oh, um, what's your name? Oh, shoot. Um, Keith, we I'm should that guy. Join I'm together. that number. <laughs> that one right there. It's on the shelf. Um, and share a name. <laughs> be Keith Pale. Keith Pale. <laughs> the price is $50 plus tax and fees. Non-refundable, although... I don't know why you'd want to. Why would you want to front? Oh, your beard! It's not like what I thought it was going to be. It just says one membership allowed per person. It doesn't oh. say per year or per I know, lifetime. I'm pretty sure it said annually on the website. Mm. I looked it up. Wow, that's that's kind of steep. The books and brew is seventy five. See, lifetime. I copied this directly from the website and it didn't oh. say anything about annual fees or anything because I was looking. I was like, is that just a one time fee? Because that's a pretty good deal. That'd be an inquiry that I would definitely. If it is a one time, then definitely. Yeah, I would ask. I should check that out. And uh, it doesn't mention anything about the being the barrel aged beers. So yeah, I don't know they, if that wasn't when they added it to the website, if that wasn't like in the yeah, plan like their, or anything. Their, their VIP club that they'll put on these barrel societies that you get them first before the public. Yeah. That's like their little party. I think they brought in a bunch of different food. I saw the pictures online. Um, they bring in food and everything else. They kind of close the brewery down just for these folks. Yeah, but it doesn't really go into detail if that's like once a month they're going to, re- or once a year, or like every six months, or probably, how often they're doing like these. Twice a year, because yeah. I'm part of Mad Anthony's, and that's three times a year is the only time they put something on. I went to that first one. That was good. Got a bunch of free food. I guess it's not free. I paid fifty bucks, so in hindsight it all comes it, back yeah but you get like cheaper beers every oh, time yeah, you go time. you get extra alcohol in your glass i mean as much as i've been there might as well <laughs> join but i do enjoy what i like about two toms is that he has two options that when you get there you can get a six ounce pour or you yes. can get the 12 ounce pour so i always get the half pour because i i love his new styles but i don't know if i'm going to love that beer yeah um, like one he came out with recently was the key lime pie. It set out mm-hmm. to do what it was supposed to do. I'm not a fan of that sour. It was a sour beer, but um, I'm glad I did not get 12 ounces of that, and I just got six. I could easily get rid of that and then move on to something else. Yeah, they do not do flights. They just do half pours, basically. Mm-hmm. So you can get a half a beer for half the price, and then you can just have two yeah. of the, two different beers and try exactly. multiple things. Yeah. It's really nice. It's also a better investment i think mm-hmm. because they usually give me more than six ounces oh they, they definitely do. like they'll they overfill it i get like <laughs> 10 ounces every time <laughs> oh we shouldn't say that they're gonna stop doing that. <laughs> they're gonna no, be they're watching not. closely no they're not the one dude the one time they almost filled up the whole thing and he was about to pour it out and they're like no don't pour it out just give it to him <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember because i was there with you 
and the person was pouring it. It was the one time they did their nitro. The of, mango nitro. Yeah, the mango and it nitro. it wouldn't come out. It would come out. He's filling it. He's filling it. He's filling it. It's finally he gets all the way up. He's like, oh, shit, this is supposed to be half. Oh, well, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, you could have been done half hour ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't going to stop you. I'll just keep filling up. Go ahead. <laughs> but I appreciate that. It's, it's, I like places like that versus like if you go to a bar that has like these little shot glasses you have to fill up. Yeah. <laughs> free, free pour places are the best. Yeah. So free pour breweries are even better. <laughs> so you keep doing your six ounce pours. Can't be mad about it. Uh, if I still lived in Fort Wayne, I would have hands down become a VIP yeah, member definitely. of two times. I think I would become a VIP member for every brewery that I could in Fort Wayne. Yeah. Minus trouble. No, I don't even know if they have a thing. I have two. That's all I'm part of. And I live here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I need to do one for sure. I know, I know that you're part of uh, Summit City's oh, Flight, Flight Club. Flight Club. Oh. I'm not part of their mug club Flight because Club. they have so much new stuff all the time. I'm like, why would I limit myself to, to one, one beer pint when, when I can, can get pay five? Yeah, I can get yeah. all these different beers. That's just economic time. sense. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm part of none, but I'm going to be part of yeah, Books and Brew. They're building one a mile away from my house. Yay. Oh, yes. I'm going to walk there. <laughs> Yeah, I'll join one one day. I just gotta check out all my options. We have to, <laughs> we, we so have many to visit to all visit the breweries first. I haven't been to, but I think yeah. If Indiana City ever made one, we talked about them last week. But if they ever had like I an official am. like club, totally would be part of that club. Uh, but if I lived here, two times would be definitely number one on my list of uh, memberships to be about. Mm-hmm. I think one Saturday we should just do like a brewery tour, like no podcasting, just. Hit up some local brews in an in indie. Indie. In indie. Yeah, oh, I was going to say. We've so yeah, we could, not <laughs> here. I mean, we already done we've that. done that. We've done it. All right. Well, if you come down, we have we have a circuit already uh, <laughs> that we can do uh, if we go to Indiana City. Because yeah, there's like there, six right there. Yeah, six of them mm-hmm. right there along, and then there's a cidery just a little bit down. Yeah, because I've never been to books books and brews. Mm-hmm. Only been to Indiana City once. Then been to like Flat Twelve and then Triton. Well, Flat Twelve is right there, but then there's Metazoa. Never been to Metazoa. Then yeah. there's Sun King and then Sun Saint King Joseph. A couple times. Yeah, that's totally should be on the agenda. Yeah, well, the summer. Okay, hit me up. Let's do this. My birthday's coming up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> June first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the start of my summer <laughs> <laughs> party. I hear party. That's what I'm hearing too. Yeah. Uh, speaking of party, is it time for a second? Of the bourbon barrel beers? It definitely is. Sweet. We have our, what, Lost in the Dark? Lost in the Dark, Bananas Foster. Bananas Foster. This one I heard was amazing. And I was like, get it for me, please. (laughs) And they're like, no, we don't have any. I was like, oh. But then you have it. (laughs) I have it. (laughs) I thought I was getting a four pack. Did you? And then it's like. Oh, no, you get one can. One can. I was like, oh, shit. Because I wanted to have a can for this. And then a can for myself. Right, right, right. But and you did the right thing. I did, yeah, I know. It's you did the right thing. I Wait, wanted to share this with you did guys. Did you pay the price of a four-pack, though? No, I did not. <laughs> okay. No, no. It oh, was at thought, $20. Or oh, one it's a can. can. I thought it's you got a, a can little. previously. I was no, going to say, if you had it yourself, you did the right I, thing. I had it on draft. I do remember the Bananas Foster, not the Bourbon Barrel Age. Oh. This was special. A little bit different. Nice. Well, rum regardless, you did the right thing. All right, we're going to play some... Some music real quick. Cause we don't really- 
We have no more, no more <laughs> break material. Let's just make up. We'll just make up something up and plug yeah. it in here. We'll just do um, Game of this? Thrones. Is Should we sing out. a song? No. Well, here's what we do. Uh, threadless. We have t-shirts. You buy t-shirts. You look sexy. Buy t-shirts. <laughs> All right, we're back with our last beer from Two Toms, and it is the Bourbon Barrel Aged Lost in the Dark Banana Foster Stout. A Bananas Foster version of our popular double chocolate milk stout, Lost in the Dark, aged with bananas and rum-soaked pecans, coming in at 9% ABV. Those look like walnuts. I thought they were almonds. They yeah, well, almonds. look yeah, like almonds. almonds drawn on there. But I can, I can see pecans now. Almonds have more of a point to the yeah. tips, and these look more ov- ov- ovular, ovular. Yeah. This so, looks like a scoop of vanilla. Yeah, Ice back cream. to yeah. the the point I was making last beer, and I said I pretty much had every single one of their stouts. Uh, that includes Lost in the Dark, Double Chocolate Milk Stout. Mm. That was uh, what day did I check that one in? I definitely had that September twenty second um, of last year. So this is uh, I've had the Lost in the Dark series. Bananas Foster is one of the beers that I was super excited about that I didn't get a chance to have. So I. I'm okay with actually having the barrel aged bar- version. The barrel aged version of better it, than yeah. nothing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the can is wait. Well, we actually got a can this time, not a bomber, not anything like that. Yeah, it was released in a can. Mm-hmm. So we have his typical can style. Yeah, with, with a, a dick penis. A, a, a dick banana, penis. Banana dick on there. <laughs> banana dick. There's always money in the banana dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, banana dick. Banana <laughs> dick. <laughs> There's, it's like cartoony banana yeah. in sort of like chocolate milk or something. It's like chocolate milk with the nuts in the background and, as Pale said, the scoops of vanilla ice cream right. in the corners. So we have ourselves a lovely looking sundae mm-hmm. or bananas foster. That could have been the, – the brown could be the burnt on – Isn't caramel? In, like, I don't know if it's caramel, but I, I know that you, to make a bananas foster, you have to have a fire. Like you pour some shit on mm-hmm. top of it and you mm-hmm. throw it in a flame and flame burns off your eyebrows. <laughs> That's how you make a bananas foster. Probably the roasted pecans come mm-hmm. in there. So I always thought those were almonds. Dessert so. made oh. from bananas, vanilla ice cream with a sauce made from butter, brown sugar, cinnamon, dark rum, and banana liqueur. Mm-hmm. So when you uh, boil brown sugar, that basically and butter that makes caramel. caramel. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to hate this. <laughs> You'll uh, love it. <laughs> probably. Probably. There's no uh, BA, no rape beer. So we're going to be stuck with our untapped. Just as a, Just as a... Don't read the untapped. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're not even a step Taste yet. Taste of the beer yet. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I was just... Sorry. Pouring, I was just ready to give us a Where did it go? <laughs> You're going to rate the beer. We haven't even looked at it yet. <laughs> I was just saying that I because this in. is... Low- <laughs> you checked it in? Stop the smell alone. I've already checked in the beers for later, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I checked it in without even tasting yeah, it or smelling it. I like this can so much. I saw I'm going to give it a five. It, it, got a five. it got a five for the five, five, four and a half. <laughs> he did that for the Vamplifier. I remember that. <laughs> I'll never do that again. You know what? I like I this one. It. This is a five. <laughs> taste it. I ain't going to taste it, but that la- label. That man. label is fire. I'm giving yeah. this one a five. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I'm gonna smell the beer. Okay, right. let's, let's just, well, I don't think we, we even look looked at the color yet, nope. but yeah, we're going all ass backwards. He already checked it in. 
It smells like bananas. I'm just, I just throw that out there. Oh, they didn't it even does. give us an IBU. We can't even geek out about this. Oh, man. God, trash. It smells like a very ripe banana. <laughs> it does. Doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. It's the worst kind of banana. <laughs> what? No, they're the best. They're all mushy. And you can make bread like, out of them. It's like the brown spots. Like no, 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 no. Not that one. This smells like a fucking green banana. Oh, oh the green bananas. Those are bad. Yeah, oh, those, those are bad. bad. This smells are... like a green banana to me. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, I don't agree. <laughs> I'm getting them mixed up. My yeah, banana you, smells. This smells this smells like when you when you try to peel it and yeah. the rest of the husk yeah. gets stuck to banana. And it's so hard. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, like so hard. hard to peel it apart. <laughs> the banana dick is hard. <laughs> Alright, this has gone downhill. That there was too much alcohol in that last beer. <laughs> but no, it's it's a green banana smell yeah. to me. Like this is this isn't the best kind of banana. This is the let me uh, let me throw it, let me break it apart from the the stalk so they're yeah. individual. Mm-hmm. Let me throw it somewhere and then get back to me in two weeks and then I can do something with these bananas. It's also like no head residue on this yeah, at all. It's nothing. just like liquid in a glass. Yeah, um, and it does like there's it doesn't even like linger on the edges of the glass or anything. Right. There's not a lot of color uh, variant in this odd. either. For for someone who enjoys desserts, this actually has a really good banana fostery smell. It does. Minus yeah. minus the fact that the banana smells like it's not even it's ripe a- <laughs> at all. Uh, but color. I can, I'm thinking this is close to the end. Men in yeah. Black? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Men in Black. On this one. Ba, ba, da, da, da. The MIB in black. MIB. The men in bananas. <laughs> <laughs> MIB in bananas. Uh, we have to change black to green because they're not black bananas. They're green bananas. Yeah, they should have got. Men in banana. It's like a, a, a scent of banana bread. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it really does. It also gives a new meaning to the song that Gwen Stefani made popular with This Shit is Bananas. This beer is bananas. This beer is bananas. <laughs> B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-S. So many N-A's. So many N-A's. I still want to follow the this the music beat. The musical beat. <laughs> but, I mean, just by the smell, I can smell kind of a little bit nuttiness. I think so. I'm, I'm ready for tasting. I smell a little bit of bourbon. Oh, 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 I should, right? It should be banana bourbon. Banana bourbon. Yeah, I think we hit it. Oh, that's not as smooth. I taste a little bit of bourbon, bourbon, but there's a lot of the banana flavor. I do taste the burn more than I did the last beer. Yeah, and this one was only what? What percentage did you say? Nine, six, or seven percent, or nine percent. Yeah, this is very different from where we had this earlier. This one's a little odd. This is pure bananas, but it being in the can. In the same time as the bottle came out, you mm-hmm. got this about the same time, so I don't know. I don't want to say it's past its prime, but these stouts usually you can age for you can age eternity. It. Like they but got. The, it seems like the more you age this one, though, the banana. Yeah, that banana is definitely front and center. So I taste banana and bread. I don't really taste banana bread, mm-hmm. right? And then I can taste the bourbon as well. It's it's missing a link or something. I don't really notice the the vanilla or the pecans. Yeah. Um. Maybe the maybe the, no. No, it's too much. Too bready. Yeah. Too bready. You don't really taste pecans. But it's rum. It's missing Definitely something. Rum. Yeah, rum. You taste yeah. the rum. But it's missing something that links them together. It's very different from the draft because going to Untapped and my original <clears throat> check in, I said subtle banana. This is powerful well, banana. Yeah. You had it before it was aged in the bourbon before barrels. Before it was aged, that's true. 
So th- yeah. the bourbon really affected this beer. I will have to say, though, even though it smells like a green banana, this is not a bad banana flavor. No, it tastes no, good. No, no, yeah, it's really yeah. good. I really do enjoy As the we, banana flavor. we kind of were on the fence with it. Like, right, just by the smell. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. just kind of different and weird. It's a lot of banana, mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit of bourbon, a little bit of chocolate. I don't get any pecan. Yeah, that's weird. Or, uh, yeah, like the brown sugar or any of that fostery stuff. It's mostly just banana. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, it, the blend is odd to me. Yeah, but I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't Agreed. hate it. <laughs> Do you? I mean, No, I don't hate like it. I just uh, don't like it. If I compare it to the other one, I don't like this one as much. Oh, Okay. Have you had I mean, well if you compare it to the other one, have you ever had a that banana bread beer that we yeah, had what was on that the show? Uh, I have one of them somewhere. Yeah, yes, what Young's? Was it Young? William and Young? I think it was William and Young. It's up by those eerie. I ones. remember. Yeah, go find it and then I'll be able to remember. It um, over here, it's a little bit more flavor. Isn't it like right there next to the eerie? Uh, over, over up top, over. Is that it? Nope. No, next to that. It's going to go that one. Next to that. No, none of these. Oh. I thought it was that gold I've one. I've had the banana bread beer. I know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure we had it on. We had just one of those We episodes. did it as a strange brew, I thought. Oh. It was like I banana nut bread or something. Yeah. Pretty sure it's the same company that made that double chocolate stout. The Young, yeah. young Limited or whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, this one compared to that one, it's much better. So this one is, you would say? Though, yeah, this one is much better I think than that so. one. Yeah. But uh, it, being a banana's foster, I don't know. I don't taste the foster. Right. Jane Foster. Jane Foster. <laughs> Connection to Marvel. <laughs> Confirmed. Well, it, it's just interesting to see what bourbon does when you barrel age this and how it brings the banana flavor mm-hmm. out and how everything else gets blended in or washed away. So untapped. I'm going to untapped. Oh, oh my goodness. 4.20 out of 47 ratings. Not bad. Oh, our uh, friend Mick Beer has had this. Oh, yeah? He gave it a 4 out of 5. Oh. He's uh, from indie. Chad gave it a 4. So it's a double chocolate milk stuff, which you said earlier. But I don't notice, a, yeah. for it being double chocolate milk, I don't really notice a lot of chocolate milk. I don't either. So... What, did you say it was a 4.2 overall? Mm-hmm. I'm getting a 4.12. There, which which one are you looking at? Um, the BA. Lost in the a, Dark. Oh, there's a... You got to find the There's actually a, a the BA, BA version. Oh, I thought the BA made it Lost in the Dark. I thought Bananas Foster was a version. No, because he... Lost he, in the Dark was the... That was Lost, the one yeah. I had. Yeah. yeah Lost in the had. Dark's a version. Then they did a Banana Foster's Lost in the Dark. And then they did a barrel aged version. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So oh, there's the like Banana three Foster's Lost in the Dark. Variations. <laughs> so many variations. I had the Bananas Foster Lost in the Dark, the regular non bourbon barrel aged. And I gave that one a 4.75. That one was. I did. I, did I really like want to try that, that one. first Lost in the Dark. Because I like this one. But barrel aged. But know. it's probably not as high as yeah. the original. I can see that. Because the, just like, I don't know, the bourbon mixed with the rum-soaked pecans is kind of maybe what's throwing it off. Because you don't even really taste the pecans at that point. Mm-mm. But it's good. 
I'm, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say agreed. that. Agreed. I would like to taste the original. I know. Agreed. What does the original have? Well, I've. It's probably just the same ingredients. No. Uh, oh, four point one two. It's a four point one two. Uh, Hannah checked it in, and so did Keith. I think Hannah gave it a four point two five. It's odd. She doesn't like the beer, but she loves bourbon barrel aged stuff. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> yeah, she loves the sours. She's a wine drinker. Mm-hmm. I gave the Lost in the Dark original a 4.5. Mm-hmm. Same. The double chocolate mm-hmm. stout. Yeah. Milk stout. We all gave it a 4. Point. We had a handhold on that one. Yeah, we did. Because <laughs> we drank it at different times, too. Mm-hmm. I'm checked in. Yeah, me too. I'll go first. I went 4 out of 5. Mm-hmm. I would definitely like to try the first variation of the Bananas Foster. This one, it was good. I enjoyed it. I would try it again. If I compared it to the Barrel Aged Dark Necessity, I didn't like it as much as that one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think the bourbon and vanilla really worked well with me. This one, I don't know, just the blend was a little off in my opinion. Right. Um, it had a nice banana flavor. Um, I wish there was a little bit more bourbon. That was kind of muted mm-hmm. for some reason. But um, overall... Really not a bad beer at all. Maybe just wanted a little bit more. I gave it a four out of five. Is that what you said? I, 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 four, I, yeah. I thought that's what you said. I didn't want to say. I agree with you because I couldn't remember what you said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do agree with you. Um, I think the banana is really front and center in this. And you kind of miss all the other elements of the banana foster. I don't notice the bourbon or the rum or the pecans or the brown sugar or any of that. I just noticed banana. And a little hint of chocolate, maybe, just in the stout. Um, but I haven't tried the original Banana Fosters. I know the Lost in the Dark, just plain, is really good. And I I think I'd rather have that over the banana version. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still really good. I just think that, I don't know, it's it's just an odd mix. I also gave it a 4. I, I could have easily gone a 4.25 on this one. I enjoyed the banana. It's definitely more prominent in it. It's very smooth. It's sweet. The bourbon, I don't know what it did to the banana. It just kind of like, I don't know. It's very different. I don't know how to describe it. But it is super sweet banana. It does not taste like a beer to me. I'm just drinking banana juice. (laughs) Banana juice. (laughs) (laughs) Banana juice. (laughs) So, I mean, it's good. I was on the fence like 4.25, but I'm like, you know, I feel like the bourbon barrel aging in this, it really knocked the original Lost in the Dark Bananas Foster down. Um, since I've had the original, that's why I went a little bit lower because I gave the original one a 4.75. Yeah, almost a perfect score. Yeah, almost a perfect score. Because I remember I said in that one it was very subtle banana, and this is like almost too much banana. But mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing for me. I like I like bananas. I was kind of hoping for you to go up here at 4.25 so we can do just the tips. Oh, no tips. Because I did 3.75. I I mean, I didn't I uh I didn't like the flavor all that much. It was just too banana. Yeah, there's a you um, have to really love bananas. Yeah, the I I do I enjoy bananas. I eat bananas constantly like almost every day. Mhm. Uh, but anything that's not a banana has a banana flavor. I have a turnoff for me. Okay. Uh, just, you know, growing up, working out, doing the things I had banana powder at one point for a protein 
And I almost mm. couldn't eat bananas anymore after that. Burn out on it. Yeah. But yeah. the banana flavor here wasn't like that, but it still was a little too much. I was kind of hoping that the vanilla and everything would kind of bring it down a little bit. And the green banana smell didn't help me at all. Right. Yeah. Like it almost take, tastes like fake banana, like mm-hmm. artificial banana, even yeah. though it's not. Right. It just, I don't know what happened. And yeah, I'm with all of you. I would definitely like to taste the original. And compare them or something. Compare them to see how I like it. So I'm, I might like it. Mm-hmm. But for the, this... I don't, it just didn't do anything for yeah. me Thank at you. all. So that's just where I feel. That's where I sit right there. Agree. Um, so to wrap this up, I just wanted to look at the untapped Two Toms Brewery. Mm-hmm. Sure. By itself. They are verified. They are verified. Look at all of their ratings. Look at their scores. Because like, they used to be a four, like straight up. Now they dropped a little bit to 3.97 because they've been doing like some weird test things with like the key line and stuff. They've just yeah. been trying different weird, unique things. But when they were doing like their straight up uh, Nipas and Stouts, they were like a, f- a four and a half average. Uh, they have 6,083 ratings and they're averaging a 3.97 just out of all of their beers. They got 79 unique beers. I'm not sure because Two Toms was, before he opened his brewery, he was releasing his own home brews as two toms so i'm not sure if that any of those are in there that we haven't even tasted yet maybe but right we can't filter it by dates or anything right yeah. but so 79 unique brews since he started this untapped page but i think almost having a four out of five is a really good score for like an overall brewery score mm-hmm. absolutely i think uh, it's the highest one in fort wayne oh i'm sure it is mm. i mean we'd have to fact check that one but. yeah once we get through all of the Fort Wayne Brewery, <laughs> do our own like brewery focused episodes, we'll know. Yeah, right. definitely right. an awesome place. Mm-hmm. Please go check out Two Toms if you're ever in the Fort Wayne area. You might see me there if it's a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't bother telling them that we sent you because they don't know who we are. Yeah, that's true. They don't. Uh, even though one of the guys said he know here's heard of the podcast. That was uh, Brewhaven. Yeah. It? yeah, yeah, it was one of the. Yeah, I heard of it. Was one of the event. He, he was pouring something. He's like, "Yeah, I've been to two times. So I know who you guys are." Yeah, whatever. But so. uh, most popular beer, the Alihi. It's got three hundred and ten ratings. Uh, it's not it. based on score. It's based on the number of chickens. Three hundred ten oh. chickens. Um, That's because all the the rich white guys bring their wives there and the yes. wives just buy the sours they that's why they name their beer t-shirt weather <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like the drinking geek out name that we came up with mm-hmm. for that one but i digress then not our clientele highest rated beer is lost in the dark necessity which is the combination of the two beers we just yeah. had the that's got a 4.5 dark necessity vanilla rye 4.48 uh, and then the BA, Lost in the Dark, 4.2. I also like the fact that we've contributed to these ratings. Absolutely. For the most part. Yeah, because they've only got like 50 to 20 ratings on some of these beers. Yep. So we kind of affect the most scores. of those. <laughs> <laughs> Our votes matter, <laughs> unlike the election. <laughs> yeah, it's Electoral College of Beer Check-Ins. <laughs> Our votes matter. Uh. <laughs> They only count like half of our check-ins. Drinking Geek Out gets one, <coughs> one vote. Yeah, we're a one collective vote. 
overall, definitely recommend checking this out. Yeah. Anybody in the Fort Wayne area, I or coming to Fort Wayne, or even if you're not, I would recommend taking a trip here to check yeah. them out. And plus, while you're here, there's like four other breweries I'd recommend hitting mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Like make a day of it. Well, we have like seven or eight that are worth a damn. Yeah. And like five of them that we would personally recommend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if uh, if you want, if you're coming to the Fort Wayne area and you want a list of breweries to go to, reach out to Keith or Pale. They'll give you a really good list. Absolutely. They'll meet up with you and they'll have a beer with you. I, yeah. I will. I'll, I'll <laughs> Pale you. probably won't. I'll give. Right. Uh, we, we uh, me and Saf will definitely give you a list, but we'll also just forward you on to Keith. <laughs> yeah, because we don't live in the area. Uh, you can if, come to Indy and visit us. Right, for sure. If you if you don't have a trip to Fort Wayne planned, please do it. Yeah. We're not telling you because Fort Wayne's such a great city and it's the number, number two largest city in Indiana. We're not telling you that. They have, they're creating such a beer scene he, here in Fort Wayne mm-hmm. that's worth going to. And uh, this entire week... Uh, this month we have breweries and we're 50 50 on indie versus fort wayne breweries mm-hmm. yeah. i would de- just to say that the fort wayne breweries are worth coming to oh definitely food and beer the hitting it out of the park on both mm-hmm. yeah. so all right i think that's up for this uh week uh next week is going to be a uh, four-day race so we're going back to indianapolis we're going to talk about uh, the brewery there uh, in Fishers, Indiana. Not quite Indianapolis, mm, but on the, ed- on precipice. the edge. <laughs> on the edge. <laughs> it's on the outside of the loop, yeah. so technically not part of Indianapolis, but it's all part of Fishers Indianapolis. is Indy. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all Indy. I live in Indy, and I live in Noblesville. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, we're here, Fort Wayne. We're going to enjoy ourselves some local uh, drinks from brews after this. Uh, you should come up here and do so, too. Uh, but for everyone here in our north East Studio, drink Drink up up and and geek geek out. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. You're listening to episode number, holy shit, what number is it? Oh god, I didn't write it. Oh no, didn't even do it! 133. 133. That says it right there. Right. You were listening, oh it's right there. I can't do this. I'm trying to read from my phone. It's, Uh, It's doing terrible. This is going at the very end. So fast. I was about ready to talk. <laughs> he just wanted to get his words in. I just wanted to get it in. Well, his, his name is listed before yours. Oh. Yeah, see? I knew you were going to try to cut in front of me. It's like, I haven't been here enough to know how to fucking do this, but I get my name in there. I got banana dick on my I'm sure you do have that banana dick. That's going on the end. <laughs>